and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 283. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Mr. Matt P. Video. What's popping, brother? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I was saying, it's been a chilled out week for me. I felt relaxed. I felt good. That's good. Uh, and I'm excited to chat about some Xbox. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you've been relaxed. It's been a, it's been a weird week. It's been one of those weeks yeah. where I'm like, I've been, uh, I've spoken about it a few times. I've been super demotivated. We've been trying to move. We've been viewing places. We've been trying to move. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. Well, that'll that. do it. So now I'm figuring out how things are going to continue, where I'm at. And oh, it's just, it's a bit of a nightmare. I need to, the problem I've got is most of the audience, my Xbox and me audience, MC Fixer audience is American. We know that. Mm -hmm. That's why we speak in dollars for you guys. For those British people that listen and work, why is he talking dollars? The majority of my audience is American. So um, for me, I'm like, I need to get back on the American time zone just so my business can do a little bit better than it has been mm. doing. But no, I'm uh, struggling to do that at the moment. So without disturbing everybody else in this tiny apartment. Um, so we've got to figure that out. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a weird... It's been a weird week, really, for me. I'm just, I'm playing some video games that I haven't been playing, which is nice. So we'll talk about those soon. And then mm -hmm. I'm just sort of waiting. I'm just been a waiting. I'm waiting for the government over in the UK. We're waiting for the eighth. My fiance is a teacher, so we're sort of sitting there waiting for that to know if she's going to be going back to back in schools. And then we get all this news about events that are coming back and things. And we're just like, what? What is going on right now? But we yeah, did. Nobody but we knows. Did, they. But we did get the Mortal Kombat trailer. So, which was dope. It was so surprising. Dude. Like I had no expectations and no hope for that thing at all. If and, you haven't, uh, if you haven't watched my reaction video, go check it out on YouTube.com/slash/MCFixer. My reaction is up, and literally at the start of the video, I'm just like, I've got no, re no, I'm, I'm just watching this. Let's just watch it. We'll see what yeah. it's like. And then I watched it. I was like, I couldn't take the smile off my face while watching. It. I was just like, yeah. this is so bloody good. Before we go any further, I need to make a public announcement to the My Ooh. Xbox in Me audience because I've seen it in the comments, I've seen it in the tweets, I've had a couple of DMs about it, I've noted, noticed a few things, alright? Crash hasn't left the podcast. All right? Because some people I'm didn't listen. I'm not here to replace Pe your dad, no, okay? No. <laughs> so, people didn't make it to the end of last week's episode. I totally understand, all right? But I want to say this up front. Kresh hasn't left. Kresh is still sorting out the new place that he's living. He's helping his family sort all of that out. He was going to try and make it work this week. Couldn't make it work. So he said, from next week, he said... Again, DM Crash, talk to Crash, I don't know. <laughs> but from next week, Crash said he should be back to normal-ish of life. So he should be able to come back next week. But yeah, for people who think we've just absolutely just got rid of Crash, like, no. Crash is one of my best friends in this industry. Crash, Crash isn't going anywhere. I'm not planning on getting rid of Crash. Like, just everyone be cool. Crash hasn't yeah. disappeared, all right? Everyone, everyone just be cool. Like, Matt has come in. He's helped out a lot. We wanted to make a three-man team anyway for the video podcast. We wanted to build this up as we have been, and it's working out great. But just everyone, stay calm, my children. <laughs> stay calm. Uh, if you don't know what My Xbox and Me is, though, it is our weekly Xbox podcast here on YouTube.com slash My Xbox and Me and podcast services. 
If you want to get the show early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer, along a bunch of other goodies. We've got some uh, Mario uh, Let's Play up right now with myself and Hayley. I'll be dressed up as Mario and Luigi. Find that over there. Uh, and also the big one is to subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash me. Even if you're listening to this on podcast services, do us a favor. Head over to the YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button, turn notifications on. I want to start doing more content, Xbox-focused content in terms of Maybe a little bit more timely news. Um, I'm thinking about maybe doing a live stream once a week again over there. Uh, whether it be like a Game Pass pick of the week or something like that. But that only works if we have the viewers' engagement and people that want to care about that. So let us know if you think that's a good idea. And we will definitely, definitely, definitely consider it. Uh, Patreon producers this week, you've got Erin God, FNH Paul and Al Trousman. Thank you so much for the support. And the big topic of the show this week, I got a little boop, 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 boop on my phone. Yeah, it, it wasn't like that, but it was from my friend Greedy Is. And he said, it's in a whole long thing, but I've boiled it down to this, which is what was Xbox's last killer IP slash game? Like, so the, the point was, I think that he was going off of is I, I have been saying for many years now that Xbox need new games, need more games, need more AAA games. And he kind of spun it and was like, but what was the last one? So I've got a list of all the Xbox One exclusives slash Xbox Series X exclusives, which we've only had two of so far. Mm -hmm. And I just thought we would just, off the top of your head, someone says that to you, what do you go to? Yeah, it's a difficult one, right? Because it is how do you define that, right? And I think it's different for every person. Looking through the list that you've jotted down right now, the one that sticks out to me is Sunset Overdrive. Ah, and it's okay. Super upsetting that that was so long ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like it should be a Halo game. It should be a Gears game. But for me, as far as you know, what is the last killer IP for me? That's like something that does something new. And so when you pick in the fifth and sixth version of that game, it it doesn't stand out as much as something like Sunset Overdrive did for me where it was yeah. so new and so interesting and you know, visually and mechanically, it was just a top-notch game. Bar none. Sunset Overdrive was the best Xbox One generation game. That was the best mm-hmm. exclusive we had on the platform. I don't think you can really even argue that, which is super sad to say that considering it come from a second-party studio and then was just... It didn't sell well because Xbox exclusives at the time weren't selling well. well we didn't have Game And pass. it was like a launch title, right? It's, well, so it, was, it was just after close launch, enough. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But yeah. it was... I remember so, when that game... I, that was my first ever EGX, actually. I went and saw that game. And I remember planning and being like, this is going to be dope. And obviously, you mm. see what Insomniac done with that game and then just literally took it over to Spider-Man. And you're like, wow, this is what this is what you could have had. Um, yeah. But yeah, for me, it's funny. It's funny you say that, like, five and four, fives and sixes and stuff like that when it comes to, like, Halo, Gears, Forza, things like that. Forza, right? yeah. I think the weird thing for me is Gears 1, 2, and 3 is its own thing. And 4, 5, and obviously when 6 comes is going to be its own thing as well. It's kind mm-hmm. of it's kind of a shame. I understand why they're named the way they are, but it's kind of a shame that you have that baggage of Gears 4 and 5, that they are numbered 4 and 5, because people don't mm-hmm. feel like they're accessible and a good starting point when you hear 4 or 5, right? Where Gears actually is. That, that is kind of the perfect place to start. And Gears 5 is such a must-play game for Xbox fans, 
that in my head, Gears 5 is the answer. It was the last big game that Xbox put out on a, a level of which I think was accessible to everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. could play it. It had a little bit of open world. It had some side missions. You obviously had the skiff. The story was interesting. And I remember at the time not liking some of that newer stuff. But now I look back on it and I think to myself, no, they tried something new. And that's something that the Gears the Gears series needed. It needed mm-hmm. something new. It needed something different. So my head automatically goes to Gears 5. But I don't think Gears 5 is the greatest starting point because you kind of need to know what happened in 4. Yeah, so it's yeah, a whole totally. One. I think Gears Five is 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 kind of the God of War of that franchise, like the God of War twenty eighteen, right? But but they had the balls to drop the numbers, right, and mm. and make it feel more accessible, like you're saying, put it set in this new world and really change up what that game is. I think that's what people are hoping for With from Halo, Halo Infinite, 100%. and and Halo Infinite should be the answer to this question when that launches. I'm terrified that it won't be right because. <laughs> I think we're going to get more Halo, and and that's not a no, bad thing. I, no, I disagree with you, though, I, because after watching... I'm not a Halo guy, as most people. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's listened to this podcast for more than a week will know. Um, Halo's not a series that, that gets me gets me hyped the way it does most people. I'm, a, I'm definitely a Gears guy where... That's where I like. That's where I lived in with my uh, early days of playing Xbox 360 games. Um Infinite for me, though what they showed wasn't graphically amazing, the the change in scope of it being more open, the sure. the, the 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 grappling hook, things of that nature, that's not normal Halo stuff. So I think I think we're going to get what we're hoping. I just wonder, is it going to be done in the way that we want? It's going to be different. But is it going to be different? Like you brought up God of War, for instance, which is a great example of like turning it on its head of what we expected mm-hmm. a God of War game to be, right? Yeah. If you would have told me before God of War 2018 that you're going to love God of War and it may be in your top 10 games of all time, I would have went, yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah, you, exactly. You keep thinking that. Do I think Gears... In, uh, sorry, Gears Infinite. Do I think Halo <laughs> Infinite has the ability to do that? I don't know. And I, I think, think I think that's what upsets me a little bit. I think it stands a good chance. You're right, right? The open world segments of that game that we've seen, the grappling hook, these are changes that that make it feel fresh. Mm-hmm. We know that the multiplayer is going to be free to play, whatever yep. that looks like. They have they've got everything lined up to make it seem like it should work. But everything that goes on slightly behind the surface, behind the curtain spells disaster right people leaving the project delays like it's difficult to have a lot of uh confidence in in how that game is gonna launch yeah um and it, man i mean best case scenario it takes over warzone and fortnite in its free-to-play multiplayer and the campaign is the god of war that halo needed um but I'm I, I, not I, I don't very yeah, confident. No, 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 no. That's what we want. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah. And um, yeah. I kind of, the, the weird thing about this question, well, I think it's a great question because I think it very much opens, it opens the eyes to what we've been missing on the console, which is killer mm-hmm. IP. We've, we're mm. missing AAA killer IP games. That is, that's a fact. Nobody, nobody can say otherwise. That is something that we've been missing for years. It's something that we've been sitting around waiting for. Is something that I think 
a lot of Xbox fans have given Phil Spencer the benefit of that, that they're going to come. We look at the acquisitions, but the proof is in the pudding, right? We still need to wait for State of Decay 3 to come out. We still need to wait mm. for the next Forza game to come out. We still need to wait for the next um, uh, Fable, Everwild. Like, all of these titles that are coming, it's, are any of those games going to resonate the way that, and I hate to bring up the competition, but it's even Mario, Last of Us, God of War, Horizon, any of these new IPs that have come out from PlayStation, are they going to resonate on that level? There's an interesting uh, thing going on there, right, in those games that you mentioned. And I'm not sure it's connected or or relevant even, really, but, like, Horizon, Spider-Man, God of War, Mario, they're all mascots. Like, Kratos is recognisable. You know, even Aloy in Horizon, I think, is recognisable. That's a stretch. That's That's a a stretch. That's a stretch. But (laughs) Spider-Man certainly is. Of course. Ellie from The Last of Us certainly is. Like, and... All these me- all these games that we're mentioning for for Xbox, apart from Master Chief, they don't really have that mark. Uh, Marcus, I guess, from Gears. Yeah, I guess. Well, no, I wouldn't like- say Marcus. I would say Keitner. I feel okay. like Marcus Marcus has definitely taken a step back. We- I understand what you're saying. They don't have an idea. When you look or think of the games of which Everwild, State of Decay... Um, uh, Sunset Overdrive. Sun, well, customizable character. Su- Sunset was a harder <laughs> one, but you, but yeah, you don't have somebody who go, oh, I identify with that character, or I really like that character, mm. that you start getting behind it. Where obviously, like you said, Kratos and things like that. I think the thing for me is, obviously, I'm forgetting about uh, Perfect Dark as well, which that does have a recognizable character. We sure. think we don't know anything yet, but you would assume. Um, it's just it's the for me it's proof is in the pudding proof is Mm -hmm. in the pudding and only time will tell the problem is game development takes so long so when we eventually do get these games it's now been a decade or it's been Mm. i've been doing this podcast five years i'm still waiting for us to have our moment of like see i told you (laughs) i told you it was good like i'm still waiting for that moment not not that i don't think Gears 5 or Gears Tactics or Fools Are... I think, again, if you look around the actual industry and you map out Xbox's studios now, you go, okay, they've got the best racing game. Mm-hmm. They've got... they've got with Whether you like their instinct or not, they've got a very good fighting game. You've, they've got um, the, one of the best third-person shooter games in Gears of War. They've got some of the best RPG studios. Like, sure. if you really look around, they are they're building the gauntlet of like the best studios for what they do. It's just will those games resonate on the same level in which PlayStation and Nintendo's exclusives do? And time will only tell with that. Sure. The yeah, way that, that's the, the way... difficulty. Sorry, go on. Go on. No, please, please, please. I was going to say that's the difficulty with this question at the moment. Is is that it's looking back and we go, man, these games that we're mentioning came out so long ago. Mm-hmm. The games we're expecting in the next couple of years should be the answer to this question, right? Whatever comes from Bethesda next, Elder Scrolls yep. Six, a couple of years yep. is optimistic, I know, but I know. come on. <laughs> um, but that should be in there, right? And and Halo Infinite, like we keep mentioning, should be in there. Um, like you say, they're buying up, they're buying all studios to put in place to have something that can rival the God of War, Horizon, Spider Man, da 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 da, Sony they? side. 
But are they? That's the well, question. So. Are, they, are they are they buying these studios to have the next God of War? Duh, 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 or are they buying these studios to produce high quality AAA games that are going to come out quicker than say a God of War or something because they can feed their player base of 18 million in Game Pass, which they're hoping is obviously pushed beyond well beyond 18 million behind that point. Like we look at the, I look at Xbox and that's my biggest worry is is State of Decay 3? State of Decay 2 was a fine game. It wasn't what mm. I wanted. I love zombies. I love survival. It's not really it's a real weird mix between State of Decay 3 for me, the in that trailer they showed has set the tone of this is going to be this is going to look immaculate. It's going to mm. look like a AAA game. It's going to feel like a AAA game. It from that that teaser trailer. Anything below that now, nah, I'm going to go what the hell are you doing? Like you the expectations has been set. Everwild is the same thing with like Rare. Obviously, I think I'm doing. I'm probably doing Sea of Thieves a little bit of disjustice here in mm. terms of the, the the last killer IP because again they do have a really good pirate game. If you look around the industry, you yeah. would say Sea of Thieves is one of the best pirate games out there. Um, it's just a. It's just a different. It's two, it's three, actually. Very different companies doing very different things. Mm -hmm. And I think we just, I think Xbox fans, at least I can speak for myself, is like, I just want really great storytelling. That's what Xbox is missing in its first, in its first pie. 100%. It's really, I, I love Halo. I know a lot of people don't get me for this, but I never got Halo's story. I never understood it. I never really, it never came with me. I know people, I'll oh, read the books. And I'm like, then the game didn't do a good enough job. If I have to read the books, the game didn't do a good enough job, 100%. in my opinion. 100%. Where the only strong story I can think of from a first party Xbox studio now is Gears. Mm -hmm. Where they've taken me on a journey where I felt things and I've, I've been emotional, I've been happy, I've been sad, I've laughed, I've cried. That is the only series in which I'm invested in the way, unlike I am in, in other game series, even even like Mario to a certain instance, like I'm invested in, I know Luigi, I love Luigi, I dress up as Luigi, like I'm invested in that. Xbox just yeah. doesn't have that yet. So to answer the question, for me, Gears 5, for you, Sunset Overdrive. I think which, so. That, that that is super 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 upsetting <laughs> and i think it's and beyond right is you I, I worry i think if you look at what's come out lately the medium it was okay it was okay bleeding edge it was okay uh even the third party deals they've done dead rising four it was okay yeah the falconeer it was a it's, a, it's a more of an indie title, but it was okay. Like, mm -hmm. they're, they're, I'm really, I'm really worried about this year for Xbox because you look at the the games they third party um, license with, and I'm just like, none of these games really scream anything to me. They just, they just don't. I'm looking and I'm like. Obviously, you've got, is it Scorn? We've got yeah. um, Scorn. You've got Second Extinction, Call of Sea, uh, Bright Memory Infinite, The Ascent. They look like good games, but they look like in which I'm saying, which is it's going to feed that Game Pass audience, which I'm not, I'm, I know some of those are not in Game Pass, but they're, they're just not 
to that level of what I'm... Hellblade is the only game that I am sitting there going, okay, narratively, you can actually do something for me. Even though I haven't played the first game yet and I'm just waiting until we get a release date so I can sort of run through both of them back to back. But um, what else is out there for me when the medium fell very much from grace for me? There was... It, it, it just wasn't that. Again, tell me why. Tell me why it's a fantastic game that needed to be made. And 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 to me, I really love that. But that's not a game you can really hang your hat on and go, mm. this is why you buy an Xbox or this is why you play in this ecosystem. It just it just isn't there. Maybe there really has been a shift in mentality around this, right? At, like internally at Xbox to say, if we're going to host a subscription service like Game Pass, we need content. And, yeah. and quantity at this point might be more important than quality and and like yeah statistically i'm sure the more content you keep uploading to game pass the more subscribers stay subscribed and the more new subscribers you get um versus a we keep coming back to it and i hate to do it but this is a god of war like title that drops no, and people look. people get their free pass for the first month and are in and out versus having all yeah. these little things that flood through and keep people interested um and so maybe I don't think any yeah. anybody who's not a fanboy, which is again not what I'm into. If you're into that, you're more than welcome to be into that. Just don't do it around me personally, <laughs> and don't do it in my chat. Um, but you can't sit here and deny that PlayStation have come out with fantastic games. Mm. If you are into single player, story driven, yeah. narrative games, PlayStation have some of the best in the industry, if not the best in the industry. Mm -hmm. If you're into maybe if you're into multiplayer games, PlayStation doesn't have that where I'd say Xbox has that um, in terms of its online and stuff like that. But it's just very different approaches. I think some people, I buy, I play on all different consoles, right? And I mainly play on Xbox for my third parties just because this is where I like the ecosystem. But I buy all these consoles because they do different things. Yep. If Xbox had a Mario, why would I need my Switch? Mm -hmm. If Xbox had a Last of Us, why would I need my PlayStation 5? It's not a bad thing that they do different things. I just, I think... We always get caught up in... I'm really interested to see what Fable's like. Yes. What is Fable going to be? What is uh, Everwild going to be? And then I'll know... Once we see all this, we're going to know where Xbox are at in terms of... Okay, they are a subscription service that happens to own a box. Yeah. They're not looking to get 10 out of 10s, <laughs> which I'm not saying they probably wouldn't want that, but they're not... You can tell if a game's going to be a 10 out of 10. You know what sort of caliber a game needs to be to get a 10 out of 10 at any outlet. And we'll know that relatively soon, not very soon, but relatively soon, yeah. really, I if, think, we, if we really think about it. I think there's this interesting thing as well in this whole discussion we've had. We keep coming back to established franchises and sequels, right? And, and like, you know, State of Decay 3, I would be more excited if it wasn't State of Decay 3. If it was something yeah, new agree. from that studio, I'd be more yep. excited about it. Um, and and I maybe thought, it can still be a zombie I, I'm thing. I'm 100% with you, which is the whole when you put a number on it, it instantly turns people away. And with me, I would have called it a state of decay colon something. I oh, see. Which I, I, would, well, would, yeah, I, I think, I think state of decay one and two are, are pretty great, great games. I, state of decay one, especially for when it came out, I think it's, yes, a, it's a really great game. I think if that studio had come out and said, we learned all this from state of decay and now we're doing something different. It, it's so difficult, right? Cause we're in that top 1% top 0.1% of people who really care and would know, oh, the studio made State of Decay is making this thing? I'm interested. Um, yeah. Whereas everybody else knows the brand of State of Decay and therefore will play State of Decay 3. 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. We're in the minority, aren't we? But give me new IP. What is this going to do when it turns into a very much looks like it's going to become a games of service mm. where they're going to put out updates and same thing. I'm sure you'll get that with Motorsport and uh, Ryzen. It's like, it's just different. Way you, you'll never see PlayStation do it with Gran Turismo. Not in the no. next five, ten years, I don't think. But Xbox are like, well, we have this subscription service. Why do we keep creating new games when we could probably just keep updating one game and the engine? The engine's at a point where it looks so fantastic. Like, do they really need anything more than just a service of like, here's new tracks, here's new cars, here's new this, here's new that, here's new challenges. Like, do they need more than that? Not really. No. No, no, I think you're right. And I think, you know, I think almost Destiny is the best example of this, right? Like, Destiny 2 is still going very strong, yep. right? And we got a new story about it later yep. as well. It's like, it's kind of the, the yeah, exactly. Why isn't Forza doing what Destiny does in, in just content well, updates? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, think, I think you're right. I think they are. And I think, especially with Game Pass, just makes that a more viable option. Um, yeah. So I think that's probably the way it's going to go. And the, the killer IP that Xbox has is Game Pass. <laughs> like, and it's all of the yep. IP. Right? 100%. So that's what we've come down to. Killer IP is Game Pass. But I want it to we be Halo Infinite. Argument anymore. I want it to be we want it to be, we want it to be. We want it to be anything. That, we want it to be whatever the next big Xbox yes. game is they put out. Yeah. That's what we want it to be, but... I think that's, that's be, the interesting thing, right? When you, when you look at... Um, certainly PlayStation more than Nintendo. But I think if you answered this question for PlayStation, it would be changing. Like, with, yeah. with almost every new release. Like, you, there's definitely an argument you can make. Um, yeah, whereas my answer for this is Sunset Overdrive, which is a game that came out on Xbox One. <laughs> a long time a long ago. A long time ago. A long time ago. But does that not... That set, oh, do you know what? We'll save All it. Right. We'll save it. Uh, let's jump into what's been in our box. What have you been playing this week, dude? Uh, I'm still making my way through Control. Still very much enjoying it, but very much enjoying taking nice. it at a, a slow pace. I feel like I've been ripping through games lately, so taking that back is nice. Uh, playing a bit of Warzone online, just... just Leaving you in the mm -hmm. dust at this point, just skill yeah. level, just incredible. Like nothing you've ever seen. Interesting. And How many wins? How many wins you got? How many wins you got? Moving on. And I uh, also <laughs> rolled credits on uh, on Demon Souls, which which I'm aware again, it's PlayStation, but, but um, probably yeah, yeah, the yeah. biggest achievement of 2021 so far for me. I I uninstalled it. So. Ooh, how far did there you go? go? Well, it's difficult to tell in that game because you can go anywhere, but... Um... Not far, but I uninstalled it. I uninstalled it. No, I'm good. I I'm good. I don't hate myself. It's enough. definitely no good. Definitely no, the good. closest I've come to like breaking a controller playing a game. Stupidness. I have been playing Avengers. I went back to Avengers, um, especially with the news that all dropped, obviously. Um, and obviously that game isn't great. I'll be honest with you, but it's the perfect podcast game mm. for me right now, and the perfect game of like I just can't turn my brain off. Interesting. Um, so I'm going to play this and I'm smashing things, enjoying my time with it. Uh, me and Haley are going to do the Kate Bishop DLC at some point. Um, and then obviously we've got the Hawkeye DLC coming soon, which we'll talk about later on in the show. I think, um, I think if they'd announced yeah. during their war table, if they'd announced that that PS5 Xbox One X patch was at that war table, if that today, been, yeah, it would have, it would have yeah. got me back in genuine. It would have got me back in, but because yeah. there's the delay. Yeah, it was a, it's, it's a weird, a weird announcement to announce it for when it's coming. But um, yeah, I'm playing that. And then my last game, which I tweeted out last night, is I'm playing Yakuza Like a Dragon again, which has now become my bedtime game. 
and it is the perfect bedtime game. I sit down, I got to the part where, I guess spoilers for it, I'm sure no one's going to care, it's not a big spoiler, not for the main story anyway, um, where they're like, kind of taking the mickey out of Pokemon, so that was like, really funny, and I'm like, this is perfect, I sit down, I beat up a couple of guys, then I run and do a side mission, or I do a main mission, I just got to the part where I'm doing tests, so me and Hayley are in bed together, she's playing games on her phone, and I'm like, crap, I'm, I'm dyslexic, so reading very fast is really hard, so she's, she's reading the questions, I'm answering them really quickly, we got five out of five on our free test, was like, let's do more, it's like, oh, we ain't got enough money, <laughs> so now, like, our journey is literally to earn enough money to go back to the school, and we'll just learn all the uh, quizzes sort of thing. Y so Yakuza's I an just, interesting one for me, I... I've never played a Yakuza game, and it's one of those no, franchises... No, me either. This is my first. And it's one of those franchises that I've struggled with. Going back to the conversation we were just having about 1, 2, 3, 4, I have no idea where to jump in with Yakuza. Like a Dragon yeah? is brilliant. Okay. It's a, yeah, because for... Don't get me wrong. I'm sure, I'm sure the hardcore of the hardcore will be able to tell you there's, oh, you're missing this mm. or you're missing that. But from what I've played so far, it is a self-contained story about... Inchi, Inchi, and he does this, and he loves Dragon Quest, and there's enough there that the, the whole, the whole, I don't think this is a spoiler, like, the premise of the game is you're building yourself back up. Right. To get back to the Yakuza. Right. So, it's, it's, it's a perfect self-contained story for me, where I'm like, I understand everything that's going on, cool. um, it's very long, it's like watching a movie at some points, like, you'll play something, and then you'll be sat for... 15 minutes watching a cutscene okay. of these like of these characters talking so for me that's the perfect bedtime game because it's i'll play it for an hour that get oh i probably will never be dragon yuku's like a dragon never just because there is so much to do and i get so distracted in it all of the time that i'm just like i'm just gonna enjoy it mm -hmm. at my own pace like you're saying it's my it's my game that i get to enjoy i don't have to share it with anybody and um if i decide to stream it cool What's going on in the story? You better go watch a YouTube video because I'm not explaining it. Um, like it's just it's just a lot of fun, a lot a lot of fun. Learn all these little mini games that are in the game as well. I'm just like, ah, oh, this is this is dope. Cool. This is. I'm have to check it out. So, brilliant. yeah, it's definitely worth playing. Definitely, definitely worth playing. Let's jump into this week's dashboard. Uh, got a load of Xbox news. Xbox came out of nowhere with a bunch of stuff. Uh, the first big piece of news, though, is Xbox is making backwards compatibility games even better with their new FPS Boost. Uh, this is from the Xbox Wire, which says, We're excited to announce the first assortment of backwards compatibility titles that will support FPS Boost, available beginning today. Uh, the games are Far Cry 4, uh, new Super Lucky Tail, Sniper Elite 4, UFC 4, and Watch Dogs 2. I've also been playing uh, UFC 4 as well, actually. I forgot to mention that. Um, the career mode, but I'll talk about that more next week. I've just started it. Um, we chose the initial collection of titles not only because they are popular amongst fans, but to highlight several different ways the FPS boost can improve your experience. For example, new Super Lucky Tail can now run 120 FPS, and UFC 4 delivers improved frame rates performances specifically on Xbox Series S and can run at 60 FPS. This is just the beginning, and we will announce announce and release more titles featuring the fps boost soon as we roll out new uh, menu icons and system settings in an upcoming system update starting this spring you can go into manage game section of for any title where you'll be presented a new compatibility option button that will allow you to toggle fps boost as well as 
all OHDR on and off. There will also be an indicator coming, um, in, sorry, indicator informing you when a game is running with FPS boost whenever you hit the Xbox button on your controller. Blah, 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 blah. You get it. So this new mode is actually pretty interesting, to be honest with you, because this is all done on the back end through Xbox. Mm -hmm. They've said that this is this can be put in for any game um, that the developers allow them to do it for, which, again, it's very interesting to me because the conversation about backwards compatibility when we were talking about Xbox Series X versus PS5, right? The people who said old games old, me and that, would be on the PlayStation side, especially would be playing absolutely nothing right now. Yeah. If these companies didn't do this. So watching what Xbox are doing, because I kind of thought they'd be done with this by now. I kind of thought they would have given up on the backwards compatibility mm -hmm. stuff. It's like, we've done plenty. You can play all those titles and we're just going to focus on new, but they're not, they're really not. They're not done with updating these games. They're not done with trying to get the most out of these games. And they're trying to make it the best place to play any game. Yeah compared to its competitors, which I think is really good. Yeah, I think you're right. This mentality of old game is old. I think a lot of people had that coming into this generation. And I think you've seen it tilt the other way as it's gone. Like the amount of people who are excited about Ghost of Tsushima getting an update, God of War got an update just a couple yeah. of weeks ago. People were excited. And so mm -hmm. I think you're right. Yeah, people were feeling old games gold and now they're not. Like Now they're in a little bit of a drought of stuff that's coming out. And so... I'm going to be really interested to see if you continue now with um, UFC 4 and then it, it gets its update. Really interested to see what you think about that. The thing that scares me about this is we've seen AI boosting FPS in, in all sorts of stuff. You know, there are certain TVs that'll do it and, and yeah. it's always horrible. Like in my experience with those kind of things, it's always horrible. And so what this will actually look like, I don't know. I mean, boosting something to 120 frames seems... It's super lucky but... towels. I'm sure it's fine. Well, sure. I'm sure, sure it's sure, fine. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think what I've always found covering Xbox is they always do a great job with mm. it. And the fact that this is going to be in the manuals, you're going to be able to toggle it on and off as sure. you please. It's that ease of use. It's like when something's given to you, you're like, well, how do I stop this? It's literally push your Xbox button. I'll oh, turn that off. I want HDR on instead. Boom, there it is. Like, as long as the option is there, I don't think it's a bad thing. I wonder, but it's when you take that option away and just and just don't don't make it easy for people to do. I think is the problem. I wonder though if it'll be on by default. It doesn't sound like it from the way they're wording this. No, I think I think on. it's something you're going to have to go and toggle. I think it's going to be something you have to go and toggle. Mm. And if you want the improved frame rates and or HDR, then you can go do that. And if you don't, no problem. Carry on playing the game that you love and you're enjoying. It just seems like an old so, move to me because, like you say, we're clued in on this stuff, but what percentage of Xbox gamers are? What, what percentage of Xbox gamers are going to know how to do that? But I think it's that whole thing where if you look at these two systems, and or, yeah, the two systems, the two main systems, there's not much to tell you them apart, mm -hmm. right? Like, they're both very powerful. One has a faster SSD. One has more storage space. Like, I feel like anything that can give you the edge sure. of your, um, a, like your, comp uh, your opponent, I guess, is a good thing. So for me, it's, it's just nice to see the backwards compatibility team still working hard to deliver these, these different experiences. Absolutely. Again, when we bought these consoles, we didn't know that everything... We didn't think old games were going to be able to get boosted. As long as they run better. I saw... Did you see the video come out? Um, of the, the meme song. What is it? Never gonna give you uh, Rick Roll. Never gonna... Rick Ashley, yeah. Yeah, so 
that's it, yeah. So did you see the video that came out of they updated it to 60 frames per second and in 4K? No, I did not. But I so that came that out. out. That came out, and I was like, unless I'm getting memed as well, maybe I'm just getting memed, but I'm pretty sure it looked like really good. I'm like, wow, this looks dope. So if this is anything like that for games, I am all about okay. it. Definitely okay. all about it. Don't copyright strike me for that singing either. <laughs> Next up, new Xbox wireless headset has been announced. Microsoft has announced the Xbox, Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. The black and green over-ear headset has a retractable microphone, PU leather ear cups, and metal, metal inner headband. The edges of the cups are uh, rubber. Look, again. Go look at the photos if you really care about all this deep nitty gritty stuff. <laughs> My opinions of it, it looked really dope. I've ordered one. Um, I currently yeah. use A50s, um, which are Astro A50s. They're really nice. Um, they're a little bit uncomfortable, though, in my on my head, unfortunately. Um, so I've ordered these, hopefully, number one, so I can review them for the podcast as well as um, on the YouTube channel. But the other part is I just want a more comfortable headset. And at the price point of £89.99, I think they're $100, I really couldn't say no. It's a very nice price point. It just depends on how good they actually are, which is super important. So... It has it has uh, yeah. two the blue the Bluetooth two way thing, so you can connect to your phone and your Xbox, which is the biggest thing people ask for because they want to talk in Discord. So the Xbox are actually giving you a way mm -hmm. to talk in Discord with your friends and be able to play their games. I'm sure we're never going to get Discord on Xbox. I think that's a very safe assumption. Xbox have party chat. Why? Why would they do that? Why would they want to throw away their own thing? But this is a nice little thing of like, hey, you want to listen to. Discord on your phone, use these. Obviously, the Steel Series has these and amongst a few other headsets, but I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I actually I can't wait to actually get my hands on this headset. Yeah, I, I think it looked really interesting. I think they're they're even kind of going down that more yeah Apple route with these kind of products. You know, like it, it has no dongle, it just connects straight through and and that seems like such a small thing, right? But it is annoying that the front of my PS5 has the Pulse 3D yeah. headset little dongle in it, <laughs> and I hate it uh, because the back of my PS5 has an adapter for my PlayStation oh, VR, which okay. is a whole yep. other pain in the ass. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like that, that, like it just makes sense, right? And it just works. Um, at, well, we, we hope don't know it just if works. it just works, right? You hope that it kind of, well, you mm -hmm. hope it kind of has that Apple magic of just popping them on and it and it works it out itself um but we'll see i guess but yeah no super cool announcement it kind of i didn't realize that they didn't have a headset of this caliber you know like the the pulse 3d yeah. came with the ps5 came out at launch and i kind of it didn't even register to me that xbox were missing out on this until now but but hey it looks great yeah, so I, I, why not? I, the, the cynic in me is like this is why the obstacle pool got killed <laughs> <laughs> which upsets mm. me uh, for both companies. I'm like, yeah, you, you, you bastards. Um, you just, just want to sell your own headset. Your own yeah. Headset. Yeah, yeah. The other part of me is like, it probably just wasn't ready. Like why announce something that's not going to be out for, yeah. again, this doesn't come out until, I don't actually know the date um, in which it comes out. I think it's March, I think. Um, I maybe May. May. Maybe head, you're right. I don't May, know. I'll look May. Um, but yeah, it's... It, it looks nice. It's very interesting. The other piece of news to go along with this, which is Xbox new headset was hidden in the Xbox Series X and S launch trailer. So if you actually watch the trailer, um, who is it? The dude from Get Out. What's his name? Damn it. I don't actually remember his name. 
Um, oh, uh, Daniel. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Is it Kalu- uh, Kaluya? Um, is in the he's in it as a CG avatar, sure. and um, he's actually got the headset on, which is like super smart of Xbox. Of like, we'll see if people notice. We'll see if people notice. People even think they're real because we just assume they were fake. Nobody and did. Yeah, nobody noticed. Obviously, Phil yeah, Spencer yeah. hid the Series X in a <laughs> video that he's done before. Um, the Bethesda team hid the Indiana Jones secret in one of their things. It's just little little things like this mm-hmm. always like, ah, oh, that's dope. Well, what, the, what, what else are we missing yep. in some yep. of these videos? Um, just to jump back to it very quickly, $99 and they are out beginning March, March 16th. In worldwide Xbox Xbox yeah. markets, Blair. yeah. Looking forward to it. Looking <laughs> looking forward so to trying them out and uh, giving you guys our opinions on those when we can. Hopefully, you'll send us some beforehand so I can actually get a review out on time. But we'll see. We'll see. Next up, piece of news we kind of already knew was happening, but Codemasters uh, has now officially uh, completed its 1.2 billion acquisition. Um, I mean, EA have acquired co-masters for 1.2 billion uh but yep. it has been that said that Coastmasters will remain an independent group after the acquisition um the quote here is we will be treating the co-master studios as an independent group for the foreseeable future giving them all the support they need to deliver their much loved games and exploring all opportunities for growth as well uh end quote the thing for me here is that was the thing that a lot of people worried about with the with this deal which ea mm-hmm. were gonna ea it they were going to come in and uh, how do we microtransaction this and how do we microtransaction that and hey, this game doesn't sell well enough. I'm happy to hear they're going to be remaining independent for now. How long does that last though? Is the truth. Well, it's how long does that last and what does that actually mean, right? Like the, the end of that quote there is exploring all opportunities mm-hmm. for growth as we go. Like, and so really, they're not no. saying a lot here are they they're saying they're going to stay independent they're going to make the games they want to make and i think it's (laughs) does that mean that there's some sort of ultimate team in the new form they've already got that i think i think that's already in (laughs) i think they've actually already got that really um we had uh mr moody on he we got him a review copy to review it for my xbox and me excuse me so that was i think they've got something like that already but um yeah i think it's the thing i worry about is the games that don't make as much money is when EA then step in. I think the Formula mm. One, you're fine. Even Dirt, maybe it's some of the other games that maybe they'll put out. They're like, hmm, this one didn't do quite as well. And then they start second guessing decisions that don't need to be second guessed, is what would worry me, to be honest with you. But. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. You just don't know what's going to happen. Do good we? luck. So, um, it's it's a, an encouragement, uh, encouraging yeah. thing. No, I'm definitely. Definitely. Um, but we'll see. Next up, uh, this comes from the EGX Twitter. And for those of you who don't know what EGX is, it is our version of like a uh, Comic-Con. A, we've got Comic-Con as well, but it's more like a PAX and like a games a games mm-hmm. uh, show. Um, with optimism and safety in mind, we are announcing that EGX and EGX Rezzed, or Rezzed, I'm pretty sure it's Rezzed, uh, will be sponsored by Virgin Media and are back in 2021. So I will go on to read this. 
because I've got some thoughts. I've got to be honest with you. I've got some thoughts. Um, <laughs> are you sceptical, <clears throat> Fix? Are you sceptical? Sceptical is one thing to say. Uh, we are excited to announce that EGX and EGX Res, uh, sponsored by Virgin uh, Media, are planning to return in 2021. Our main goal has always been to create a safe space and accepting space for our community and passionate gamers. We're announcing an, our uh, proposed dates now to help partners plan for how they may attend this year, as well as provide a chance to start conventions about how to bring attendees panelists exhibitors and and our broader community together at each event it takes a lot of prep to create an egx event that you know and love so we have to start the, the planning early but your safety is always our highest priority and we will only run these events if it is safe to do so if things uh, go as well uh, go sorry if things go well there is a good chance that uh, we will be able to put on live events in the summer and the latter half of the year um yeah so it's back in london <clears throat> just for people who don't know it's going to be 15th of july to the 17th for Rees back at the tobacco dock and it's the 7th of october to the 10th of october at the xl center so 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 I can't imagine myself going to any events this summer. Ah, dude, you know what? You, if you had said that to me, if you would have said that to me before I had COVID, I would have agreed with you. Like, no way, not going, no chance, blah, 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 blah. Now I am ready to get out of the house. And I've already had COVID. Yeah, for sure. I think, it's, I think it's the thing of so. I've already had mm. COVID. Not that you can't get COVID again. Hayley's had COVID twice, but I've seen Hayley have COVID twice. So I'm like, ah, if I get it again, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Um, <laughs> no, the truth of the matter of, of all of this is I don't think this is a good idea. If COVID is still as rampant as it is in London, obviously I think this is a dumb idea if that is the case. We don't know what the case is. We don't know uh, what it's going to be like at these times. And I do understand it from a perspective. They do need to plan for it in case it can happen. Because obviously, companies like this are losing what? so much money. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And staff. Like, I've seen a lot of the EGX team who I've known and dealt with through the years who have now left to go on to different things. Like, well, I couldn't keep working for them. There's no work. Like, I can't, there's nothing mm. to do. Like, yeah. And I think a lot of people have seen that this industry is super scary now like especially with like it's like it could all be gone in 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 a, in a global pandemic so maybe i should look into other mm. things um but do i think this will happen probably not i still don't i feel i still think july is too early i think i think july is yeah it's cutting it too fine o october i'm optimistic for i don't know maybe they say something where you know if you're going to attend you have to have had a vaccine you mm. have to have proof of that um and then maybe that does get people really excited. You know, the vaccines, are they're getting out there now. Um, and so for us to have had our first dose in July is probably optimistic. I think by October, my God, you'd hope so. I mean, I think the government officially is saying August, they want everybody yeah. to be vaccinated. Whether or not that happens, we don't know. But um, I mean, yeah, look, if, if the vaccines are in and the October event wants to go ahead, great. It, it's so difficult with these sorts of events. So there's so much money, there's so much planning that goes into it. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised that companies have started to come out and say, we're going to try and do an event this year. And and being a little bit reserved about it like they are, you know, in, I can't remember what they said now, but in the spirit yeah, of yeah. safety and, and providing a safe space and all. Like, they're taking it seriously, but equally, they need to make the money, they need to keep the people employed, they need to get Virgin Media onto sponsor, and so they need to promise yep. them something. And so, 
it's just a big game of business at the end of the day, isn't it? And you've got to do something. But um, my God, I hope. I mean, July fifteenth is my birthday. Well, I'll see I'm, you there, mate. If, I'm, if we're all yeah, I'm July twentieth, so I'm like, hey, I'll be sick for my birthday. Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, tobacco exactly. dogs actually. I, it depends how they. It, honestly, it depends how they're gonna do it. Like, if they're gonna do it in a way of, it's just a free for all, like it usually is. I don't know if I'm interested in doing that personally. If it is gonna be a bit more controlled, um, limited numbers per day, separate tickets per day, stuff like that, I'd be more interested. Um, but yeah, well, well, we will see. We will see. I'm a, uh, I'm optimistic, but I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, I wouldn't hold my breath on this one. I've got to be honest. <laughs> mm. That's difficulty though, isn't it? and and obviously they're bringing this to London, whereas previously. Well, last year was Birmingham. London. Oh, the last um, ones that happened. Yeah, the last ones it, okay. that happened were in London. They got rid of Birmingham um, for the last couple. But but again, London. Yeah, people people are not happy about that. People are not happy about that. Me, no. I, I think. Go Bir on. Birmingham is obviously a much set, more central area of the uk right so for people coming down from up north and that kind of thing it's easier for them and it's kind of yeah, in the middle but i'm from london but so a lot of the mass exactly exactly but a lot of the people who are working in the industry a lot of the journalists you want there a lot of the you know the people you need there are yep. based in london and so um as well when you're trying to set up an event and people are unsure and who knows how the north is going to be with covid compared to the south when it comes to october London's probably a safer bet from for from the insiders that I know. I'm pretty sure they got priced out mm. the where they used to host it in Birmingham. It was just too expensive, and I think the XL right now is um, <clears throat> relatively cheap compared to other venues. So um, I think that's where it comes down to for that business wise, honestly. Um, but that's just stuff. Maybe, um, but that's just stuff that I've. So, yeah. We'll just have to wait and see, to be honest with you. We'll have to wait and see. Next up, Bungie announces huge expansion as it tar uh, targets release of non-Disney Disney? Jesus. Destiny game before 2025. Uh, Bungie creator and Halo uh, developer behind Destiny behind Destiny 2, is set to double the size of its US headquarters and open a new office in Europe as part of its massive mm -hmm. expansion. As per a press release from the company, Bungie plans to open a new office in Amsterdam in 2022 that will serve as the studio publishing and marketing hub that will ensure Bungie ongoing commitment to unify and expand onto their passionate players community all over the world. It looks like Destiny is set to move outside of just gaming too, as, quote, additional media has been teased for the IP too. Quote, to expand the Destiny IP and bring new stories and experiences to their highly engaged community, Bungie appointed Mark Nose Noseworthy, Vice President of Destiny Universe, and Luke Smith, Executive Creative Director of Destiny Universe, uh, to oversee and prepare for the expansion of the Destiny Universe into an additional media. The press release reads, Justin Truman, General Manager of Destiny 2, takes over, uh, takes over the successful development leadership of Destiny 2. So, Bungie are going to do, which we said before, what they've done mm -hmm. with Halo, really, which we're probably going to get books and maybe a film and maybe a comic book and maybe all of that stuff. It's to really build out this world. The weird thing for me is, with this, 
is I look at Destiny 2 as a hardcore game that even I can't mm-hmm. get into. Like, this is it's the, it's the most hardcore game of, like, you can't just step into that world. So it's interesting to see them try and go for books and films and yeah. stuff like that with uh, even the fan base itself. Like, no disrespect to anyone that's a Destiny fan, but they're not the most welcoming bunch either. Like, sure. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Destiny 2 is one of those games that I've put a lot, a lot of time into, and I have no idea what's going on in that game, story-wise. Yeah, not a clue. same. None of the characters are that interesting. Cade was probably the most character and the most yeah. well-known character, I think is fair to say. Um, but there's there's nothing... If a Destiny movie got announced, I would be interested because I'd be like, oh, this is an accessible way for me to get a grips on what the fuck is going on in Destiny 2. Because at the moment, I'm I open. agree. I and agree. so like, it kind of excites me. But yeah, there are people out there who love Destiny and are really into the lore. But for me, it's about as accessible as bloodborne is for the law and that's purposely obtuse like that's designed to be difficult yeah. um and so yeah it's kind of bizarre to me that they i mean look they they think that there's this audience out there for these materials and i'm sure they've done a lot of market research about it to prove that that is the case um yeah i'm not going to be picking up a destiny book at any point if destiny movie comes out a tv show me either. yeah i'll probably watch it but I think I think it's smart of them with if you look at Resident Evil coming to Netflix and obviously so the Witcher and stuff like that. It's like well the money's clearly there for these adaptations to games, whether it's with Hulu mm. or Apple TV and like why would you take that off the table if if you've been maybe they've been approached before and just like no we're focused on the game we're focused on the game now they're independent obviously they're like okay perfect now we've got the game in a place where people are happy we've got a steady amount of content we want to make a new game which obviously will hopefully be a little bit more accessible to new players which currently destiny isn't and also maybe we can build upon what we have here i think that's the it's a smart business mm. idea i just wonder if it works it's difficult right I wonder and, if it and pays like, off. how long have we heard about the halo movie and steven spielberg is attached and now he is a spielberg what, baby spielberg and if you can't get halo off the ground as an ip for a movie what are you going to do with destiny and you know i think you know, you mentioned The Witcher and Resident Evil. I think they're easier pitches than Destiny is to a Netflix, right? It's, it's hey, 100%. we've got this character who does magic and hunts monsters and it's Henry Cavill. Easy sell. Yeah. What do you pitch the Destiny TV show as? It's... Well, we got this ghost called Peter Dinklage, but now he's but not, now Peter, he's not Peter, Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Yeah, exactly. Now he's known the, now he's known the and, North. And it comes back to that and, conversation uh, again of like, how important is a mascot character? And Destiny is not that game. It is not. It doesn't have a Geralt of Rivia. It doesn't have a, a, you know. It doesn't have someone. I no. I agree with you. I would. Say, I would have said Cade is the would have been the character. And obviously, a, the no. I'm not going to spoil it. But yeah. you know what happens to him if you played, if you played <clears> games or you know where he goes. So it, it, for me, it's just yeah. Destiny's not that game mm. for me anymore. I, I. But you say you're 100 percent right. I played one. I played some of one the expansion. I played two. I played some of two's expansion. I couldn't tell you anything that happens no. in the game. I go off, I shoot people, and mm-hmm. I'm happy. There yeah, you go. Yeah. And from gameplay wise, Destiny's fantastic. fantastic. This will also be story wise. Yeah, this will be sacrilege to listeners, I'm sure. But for me, Halo is the same way. Like, no, I'm exact, dude. That is literally the same <laughs> with me. Is cool. Exactly the same. I guess with I'm me. fighting the Covenant and the Flood, but I don't really know what yep. the. Politi- I know there's like a load of political things going on. There's a ring. Whole- hey, if you say so. Don't I'm forget about the ring. Aliens, there's a Halo I mean, like- ring. There's <laughs> a ring. 
No, 100%. So. I'm exactly the same. Exactly the same. Yeah, people are going to be screaming, one, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that is that is that. Moving on, we've got some great news that Fall Guys is finally coming to Xbox. It will be coming summer 2021 um and like we said earlier marvel's avengers ps5 and xbox series x versions are arriving in march uh this was also announced at the war table along with the hawkeye um and his operation hawkeye future uh imperfect mm -hmm. dlc that is coming uh march no that's that comes the same day march 18th both of those two um i'm looking forward to it i just i kind of wish it wasn't hawkeye after we got kate bishop like we don't do we really both of those yeah like one after each other um does, does avengers have crossplay they, they need a raid nope needs crossplay needs cross progression it needs it needs i've got i so my main account's mm. on playstation because yeah. of spider-man i've got it on both but my main well, account I was gonna say, is on I'd, be more, I'd be more intrigued um, to jump back in if i was jumping in with you say but i'm on playstation and i'm not yeah. i'm not gonna buy it again on xbox to no definitely not don't <laughs> um but yeah no it would it's a it's a it's one of those games man i really wish i want it to be good i really wish I want it, to it be was good, good. And i there really are, wish there it are yeah me too in it that are brilliant i think i think the what brilliant yeah. slow down i think slow Cap's down. moveset is brilliant like i think captain captain america's was the weakest throwing that shield and then timing about? the rebound and ah it's like it for me his shield is again this is going to be sacrilegious to a lot of people guys is up there with like the leviathan axe as like one of the best no, it isn't. healing weapons no in it isn't game. no it isn't it is. no it isn't you're okay you're wet. crash come back <laughs> crash. i've killed him crash. i've killed him and buried him in the gut. um um yeah, no, I, you're, you're on, there's, for me, there's nothing that's brilliant about the game. There's a lot of very good things, but all they need is an end game. Mm. Give me Thanos to beat up at the end in a raid, and then I can grind the damn game. But there's nothing. There's just nothing. Nothing to go, oh, this is what you need. It sucks. Absolutely sucks. But we'll see. That is that. Game Pass. Game Pass games coming in February. You've got Code Vein, February 8th, Inf, Pillars of Eternity, Deadfire, Ultimate Edition coming to Cloud Console, uh, Cloud and Console, February 18th. Wreckfest coming to Cloud Console and PC, February 18th. Killer Queen Black, Cloud and Console, February 23rd. Dirt 5, Cloud, Console and PC, February 25th. Elite Dangerous coming to Console, February 25th. And Super Hot. Mind Control Delete, PC, February 25th. Games for Gold this month, you have Gears 5, uh, February 1st to February 28th. Resident Evil, February 1st to February 28th. Dandara, Trials of Fear Edition, February 16th to March 15th. Indiana Jones, The Emperor's Tomb, February 1st to February 15th. And Lost Planet 2, from February 16th to February 28th. That's it for this week, dude. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. What you got to plug this week? Follow me on Twitter, at MattPVideo. I put everything that I do pretty much up on there so you can check it all out. Mm -hmm. Damn straight, damn straight. Uh, yeah, uh, I've got, like I say, Mortal Kombat reaction video is up on my main channel, youtube.com slash mcfixer. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers over on my second channel, which is technically my third channel, I guess, because this is my <laughs> second channel, um, which is more MC Fixer. Um, 
you know, a thousand just looks nice compared sure. to a hundred. So if we can get that to a thousand, if you're not subscribed, if you want gameplay, that's more my gameplay channel. Myself and Nick, my editor, um, we put a lot of our gameplay stuff up over there. Um, we are bringing gameplay back to the main channel. Like I say, Super Mario World 3D World is out. Um, well, we'll be out by the time you listen to this. Um, and there should be a UFC 4 video going up relatively soon nice. as well. So... Keep enjoying. Uh, I hope you all have a great week. Hopefully, Crash will be back next week and we will have some more news for everybody. But until then, I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Keep being amazing and goodbye. Bye-bye.